Let's go on an adventure through multi-level marketing. Let's go on an adventure with Jess. Hey everyone, how's it going? Welcome back to Jess Unfiltered. I'm your host Jess, obviously. This is part two of the Amway interview with Melissa. So definitely go check out part one if you haven't listened to that yet. With that, my Instagram is at JessUnfilteredPod and my Twitter is at Unfiltered underscore Jess. Let's jump right into the episode. I'm pretty sure when I, it's been like a year or so since I interviewed Russ, uh, he was in ACN and I, I vaguely remember him literally telling me the exact thing about AC. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure it's like, I don't know. We talked for like a couple hours, but I am pretty sure he said the same exact thing about ACN where someone was like, you don't talk to that guy. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it just wasn't. Yeah, that's so interesting. Well, if you if you um, I can't remember what is it? The cult model, like I can't remember. It's in psychology, but like there's like a model, like kind of like kind of like what um gosh I wish I could remember what it's called but basically like the certain things that like classify something as a cult and so the isolation is a real thing um like I remember so we have things like people like that are sponsored by other people on the team like they're your cross line and I remember thinking like I was talking to my upline and I was like oh I really want to be friends with so-and-so like I would love to get to know them better and like their reaction was just so weird to me like they're like why do you need to talk to Crossline? Like you have your own, like you have your upline. And I'm like, because I want to, they're my friends. I want to know them. Like, that's so weird. Is it the and, bite, my, the bite model? That yes. That's what it is. Yes. Ah, I'm glad you know that. But yeah, basically like, um, and then keeping you up. Like I remember like there was one time, like we would stay up till like three o'clock in the morning. We had to be up at like six in the morning. Like that's insane. Um, sleep sleep deprivation was a real thing Um, the energy the hype and like you are not immune to it like it is crazy how a room full of people that are fired up about something they don't really know and just because like someone on stage with a suit that's like yeah I've made a million dollars so you should listen to me which I've always had this thought in the back of my mind towards the end of my time with Amway I'm just like how do we really know that you made this like where's the proof like how do we know this and I feel like my mind was like slowly trying to be like, hey, like, ding, 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 something's wrong here. But it really wasn't until 20, in 2021 when I started kind of like, I think, slowly kind of like stepping away. Um, but it was just, it was weird. And I remember like, I don't even know how I afforded things, to be honest with you, because like I was making... I was a server and like my wages were like 235 an hour and plus tips. So if I was lucky, you know, I made money, but I don't know how I afforded all these things <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, it just happened, but, and I don't know how I ended up affording, um, like product and, it was just weird. I think I used some of my tax return money on it too, actually. But yeah, and I would go to these conferences and I would be there. I got my best friend, who's my roommate, to do it. Um, and then she got her boyfriend at the time to do it. And then I got my brother's now wife 
she was doing it a little bit with me too. So I had like three people under me and like, um, at one point I think my mom was going to do it, which I'm glad she didn't get into it. Cause like, I was like, this would not have been a good idea. <laughs> so, cause my mom just likes to spend money. So this would have been perfect for her. Like that's the kind of person <laughs> they're looking for. Like they want yeah. people that will just like, they're like, yeah, I'll do it. Like no problem. Um, but like, I was really into it. Like I did the face care, I did the makeup, I did the energy drinks. I mean, I was into it. Um, the thing that I think that kind of kept, like, I, so there were certain things that, like, always kind of, like, rubbed me the wrong way, but, like, it never occurred to me that this was, like, a culty situation, if that makes sense. Um, so, I don't know, if, like, if you've heard from other people, but, like, a lot of, like, Amway themselves claim that they're not religious, um, but, like, a lot of, oftentimes, and I've heard this in other from other people that were part of Amway and part of like different organizations within Amway, there is like this weird religiousness to it. And so like, like I go to church and stuff too. Like I'm not like hating on that at all. So like that wasn't weird to me, but like, I think what always bothered me is um, I went to one Sunday service. So they always have like a Sunday service. They always have like a Sunday worship service where one of the, one of the big guys will get up there and preach, which it's fine, whatever. Like, if you're preaching from the Bible, I don't care. Like, that, you know, that's cool, mm-hmm. whatever. But I remember I was sitting in there, and it was the weirdest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And I've been, like, I grew up going to church and stuff. So, like, again, church is not weird to me. But this was weird. And so I was sitting in there, and I was listening to him talk. And at first he starts, I don't, like, I wish I could remember the scriptures he used, because how he used them, I was just like, am I the only person that, like, is here, like, hearing this? Like, what? Was he um, kind of, like, twisting it to, yes, like, fit to the, the Amway the, narrative almost? Yes. And so I'm sitting there, and I think he said something that I was like, that's not what Jesus, it was Jesus' words. And I, like, I remember hearing it, and I'm like, that's not what that means. Yeah. Like, no. And so he's just like, the business, the business. And then he talked about himself and the business and the business. And I'm just like what is this out like what no 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 and so like after that I was just like oh no but I didn't really care for him anyways like there were a lot of like guys that I'd listen to talk and I'm like I don't like you um but it was just like weird and it was a weird experience and then like there was like like you know like how I don't know which churches there are like they kind of like where there's like high energy and people start throwing themselves on the ground and like like making weird noises, like a demon is coming out of them or something. Um, is that pe- Pentecostal? Maybe? Yes, yes. So there, it was like that energy, and there was like I don't know if it was a woman, a man, I don't know who it was, but they were like having a whole meltdown, and it was just it was weird. It was weird. Like I don't I don't know, but it was all about the business, and that was something that was always a theme. Like one minute you think they're kind of like talking about something else. <laughs> And then it's like, no, it's actually about Amway and how you can make the business work, too. And you can do this. And, you know, it's your God-given right to be a business owner and blah, 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 blah. It was just so weird. So weird. Um, But I think, like, that was kind of like, I was like, okay, definitely not doing this again. So I I didn't go to a church service with them ever again after that. But I was just like, I can't sit here and listen to you. Like, yeah. Like, no. Listen, 
if you're going to preach the word of God, just preach the word of God. Don't preach about Amway. Like, yeah, exactly. It's it's weird. It's weird, right? Like, that's weird. Was that kind of like your first like moment where you're just like, okay, something's a little off, you know? Maybe a little bit, but also I, I think the reason why it wasn't really weird to me at like initially because like I've kind of, like I've heard different people like from different churches and stuff so like I was like maybe it's just this like I think I just didn't want to see it yeah <laughs> I really wanted to help my friend out too you know so I think that's what really like kept me in for so as long as it did is I just wanted to help my friend you know and like also like if you go to these conferences like they talk about this you know what do you want to do if you were free like we would sometimes sit around and just talk, like, they would literally be like, it was weird. It was kind of like we were hippies, but, like, talking about freedom. It was weird. So they were like, what would you do with your freedom? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, what I'm doing now, probably. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it was just, I don't know. But, like, there was something about it. And, like, they do, like, emotionally, like, the speakers do emotionally play on your heart. You know? They talk about, like, how, like the, you know, the narrative that we hear all the time is, like, they pulled themselves up by their bootstraps and they, you know, worked hard. And um, there's some of them, like, they really went through some really hard things. And, like, I'm sure some of it's true. I don't know how much of it is, to be honest with you, looking back now. But um, and I'd be really curious um, to go back and listen to them now, like, with being out of Amway and, like, knowing what I know now and, like, my mindset now and how I would see it, but, you know, it was really inspiring, and the idea of, like, of course, like, you know, I want financial freedom, and I want to take care of my parents, and I want to, like, be able to set my, if I have children, you know, set them up for the future, like, of course I want all those things, and so, like, they would just, like, say that over and over again, and at first it was really inspiring, and then by the fourth or fifth conference, like, I was, like, I remember my last major conference I went to, um, it was, the it was July of 2021 and during that summer my youngest brother was diagnosed with cancer um and it was really bad so and I was away like while he was in the hospital and um he actually unfortunately passed away um I'm sorry to hear that yeah so but that was happening and I remember he, um, the last time I talked to him, like before he was sedated, it was July 4th of 2021. And I remember he really wanted me to stay like really bad with him in the hospital. And I couldn't do it because I couldn't take any more time off because I was supposed to go into this conference. And I remember feeling so guilty for like not staying with him. But like, also in my mind, I was like, well, you know, I'm going, like, this is how they make it sound, like, you know, you're going to Miles, you're, you're gonna set up your future, you're going to set up, like, I was like, I'm gonna take care of him and my family, and, you know, I have to go to this conference, so that way I can do that, and it's so crazy to me now, like, thinking about it, like, like, how manipulated by these, like, I don't even know what to call it, like, all this information, like the brainwashing, I guess, is what we can call it, is just like the way of thinking was like, like, why should I feel guilty about like wanting to take time off 
to be with my brother. And like, I was like, well, if I do that, I can't go to the conference. And the fact that my mindset was so much like, I got to go to the conference because if I don't go to the conference, my business won't grow and I won't be successful and da, 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 da. Like, it's crazy, like how my thought process was then. And so I remember when I went to this thing, the entire time I'm feeling guilty because I'm like, man, like my brother's really sick. I should have stayed with him. But here I am. I was like, well, this is part of our future. And like, I'm going to be able to take care of mom and dad. And like, am I like, I was hopeful that he would make it. And I was like, I'll be able to take care of him. And I'll be able to take care of, you know, all these things. And, you know, like, kind of like, they always talk about having the future mindset, like, Mm -hmm. you know, denying yourself and like having the future mindset. And then August, like the end of July, he had a massive brain aneurysm, like basically a I think it was like a big stroke or something like that. Something medical that I don't know the term for. But yeah, he passed away. And I think after he died, I went to another function. And it was super emotional. And I was just like, I'm going to go diamond, which realistically was not a real thing. But I got super emotional. And it was really hard for me. It was like, so that was the last one was like in July. And then he died in July. Officially, he died in August because he was um, basically there was so much medicine in him that they couldn't like officially declare him dead. Mm-hmm. So I went through that. It was horrible. So and grief does a lot of things to your mind. So then I went to this other like it was a tinier event, like smaller events, like they had bigger events and small events and things. And so I went to another function in October. And it was, I remember feeling like kind of like out of it, but like it was because I was also really grieving and I remember feeling like, oh, I just got to make it. And like, I started having these thoughts of like, I'm like, am I actually getting anywhere? As by that point, my roommate was kind of like, she didn't want to, like, she didn't want to say she didn't want to do it, but she was like, I just don't feel like I want to do that anymore. I was like, okay. So she didn't want to go. She also didn't really have the money to go. Like I said, it caught, like, you get charged a lot of money. Yeah. So, and she actually stopped using the LTD. So, like, I remember she and I kind of started getting at odds with each other because I was just like, are you in it or not? You know, like, I was just like, what's up, you know? And so, but, like, I think because she wasn't part of the app anymore and, um, and then that point, too, like, my brother's, fiance had like kind of left too and then the other person that was with it like he couldn't really afford anything so it was just kind of like dwindling a little bit um so I was feeling really discouraged with that and then I went to this conference and like I was like man this is just the same thing over and over again and what's also interesting and I've heard this a lot too from other people is basically if your business isn't working it's you you're the problem. Yep. You need to go out and call more people and talk to more people and shake more hands is what they say. And so I was just like, okay, well, I'm just, I'm going to make Diamond 2024. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go big. I'm going to be able to take care of my family. And, you know, I'm going to do it in honor for my brother, which, of course, all my upline love that. They're like, yeah, do it for your brother, you know. And <laughs> so... I really thought like I was going to do this. So then like I started like I made this like they made me make a spreadsheet of like people to call and like 
reach out to. And it was, there was like one that was like super awkward because I'm the kind of person where like, I can talk to anybody. I have phone numbers on my phone of people that like, I happen to just like connect with and we never talked again. And then I forget who they are because we don't talk. Well, we made this list and my upline's like, well, who's this person? I'm like, I think it's this person or whatever. And we ended up calling this girl and I forgot who she was. She didn't remember me. And so my upline is talking to her and it was like so awkward. She goes, no, I don't know her. She goes, oh, well, you want to do this anyways? And she's like, no. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That would be super awkward. It was very awkward, but you know, she was a trooper and she held her (laughs) ground. But yeah, that was another thing that I thought was weird too. Was so for me, like, I don't know if it's just how I was raised, but like, I feel really weird about giving out people's phone numbers without their permission. But like, I remember like, with one of the, this was like a bigger upline, like someone way up the chain, like kind of like in charge of like our little area. And she sat down with me and we're making calls. And I remember she's like, give me this person's number. Give me this one. I was like, I was like, I don't, they don't know that I'm doing this. Like, this is kind of weird. And I was like, why did they get mad or whatever? Like, to me, it was just so weird. I'm like, isn't this kind of like, like, I'm giving out people's information to you. Like, this is kind of not okay. You know, like, it's a little weird. But I just kind of went with it. because I was like, maybe I'm just weird. And I don't know. But yeah, like, they would have lists of people's names. Um, I have a funny story about something that I did that was probably really weird. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, so, I, okay. So, I am... You know how, like, how do I start this story? Okay, so you know how Walmart sells, like, these little tea roses, like, during Valentine's Day and stuff? And, like, like no one ever buys them. And, like, they'll be, like, left alone in the store. And they're, like, dying and, like, uh-huh. ready. I'm going So, like, I felt really bad for this one little rose thing. I was like, I'm going to save you. And so, like, I went, um, I bought it. And then, like, my roommate and I went to Dollar Tree for some reason. And I don't remember, I think, oh, I needed potting soil because I didn't have any. That's why. And, like, I had this plant with me this entire time. It's in this, like, weird little pot thing that, like, Walmart gives you that, like, is not going to do this plant anything good. And I remember the cashier was like, why are you just holding a dying plant in your hand? And I was like, I'm going to save it. And so he thought it was weird. And he, like, but, like, we talked. It was, like, a talking point. So, like, I talked to him for a little bit. And then I got in the car and I was like, And, like, at this point, like, I think me and my roommate were, like, really into the business. And so I was, like, super, I was, like, Sky, I'm going to call him and ask him about the opportunity. She's, like, okay, go for it. And I'm, like, yeah. So I called the dollar store because, like, I didn't, like, talk to him in there. But, like, I called the, like, on the receipt the number. Uh And I called this this poor man. He probably thought I was, like, a weirdo. And so I called and I was like, hey, like, I don't know if you'd be interested. Are you, like, looking for an opportunity to make money and da 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 And he's like, yeah, sure. But, like, it was weird because first his manager picks up or whatever. And I'm like, I'm looking for so-and-so. And they're like, okay. And they're just like, why is this girl calling you? <laughs> it's so weird. And so, but long story short, he did not get into the business, which I'm glad he didn't. He moved away to become a barber somewhere. Which, good for him, because he'll actually make money doing that. But I remember, like, I shared it on the LTV app, and everyone was like, wow, so cool. Look at you. <laughs> da, 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 da. And, like, looking back now, I'm just like, 
oh my gosh. <laughs> like, what? Hindsight like, 2020. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Never again. Don't do that. <laughs> like, why can't you just be friends with people? Don't, don't do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that happened. But like, I would just do weird stuff like that. Like, I would just talk to people and I'm like, now I'm like, yeah, I'll still talk to people. But like, here's something else that always is in the back of my mind. So I remember having this thought in the back of my mind, but you know, when you have thoughts where you're just like, you don't want to acknowledge it. I always felt guilty reaching out to people about this because in my head, I'm like, yeah, maybe you can make money doing it, but I'm not making money, but here I am presenting this opportunity to you. And I always felt, and then like the other thing that was weird too, is like the weird, they call it love bombing. And it definitely was. Um, like how, like you would just be so nice to these people. And I always felt like, I was like, man, like I'm only talking to you because I want to sponsor you. So that way I can build my business and like, we all make more money supposedly, but like, really I'm just lining the pockets of the person up ahead of me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so like, I think I always felt really guilty for trying to like make these connections because, like, I wasn't really going – I wasn't talking to them for genuine connection. I was talking to them to build this supposed business. And, like, I always felt so guilty. Because, like, now, like, I can talk to anybody and I'm just, like, if I'm just talking to you just to talk to you because I don't want anything from you, it's so much nicer. Yeah. Like, I don't feel – like, I don't feel guilty about it. But I always would feel guilty every time I would talk to someone. I'm, like, I'm only talking to you because I want you to do this. Yeah, it's, like, in the back of your mind, like, you knew, like – and, and you were just trying to, like, repress those thoughts of, like, you know. I think so. I think so. I <laughs> it think sound, so. It sounds so familiar, though, because my – I think on Instagram I told you my um, dad was approached <laughs> by his cousin. So, like, my parents used to live in Texas way back in the day, like, before mm-hmm. I was born. So it would have been 90s. And my dad used to work at NASA in Houston. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, he has a nine to five job. And it was kind of ironic, because on like a weekend, I guess his cousin went to an Amway conference in Texas somewhere. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. was he told my dad, he was like, Hey, cousin, like, I want to stop by and see you guys. Mm -hmm. And so my dad was like, Okay, you know, he's coming (laughs) by to say hi, like, unbeknownst to him, he was going to be presented with the Amway opportunity. Yep. And so, yeah, my dad's cousin comes by and, and like I said, it was like a Saturday or something and his business, him and his business associate come by and mm-hmm. are like telling my dad, like, aren't you tired of the nine to five job? Like, don't you want freedom? And like, you don't want to work overtime and weekends and going on about mm-hmm. it. And my dad is yep. like, do you realize the irony? Like you're the one working on a weekend and I am just off chilling. Yes. <laughs> and it's oh, like, that's the thing. Yeah. Yes. I think my dad was just kind of like, that was kind of disingenuous because like he thought my, his cousin was like mm-hmm. coming to visit him to like mm-hmm. actually come see him. So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Sounds very familiar. Very. Pointed. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, that's the crazy thing too is so like I, once I started, so I work for Starbucks now and once I started working for Starbucks, I was like, I did the math, I think, one day, and I was just like, I actually make more money, like, doing Starbucks than I would ever do doing this. Yeah. You know? Isn't that crazy? And so, like, that's the truth of a lot of things, and um, they don't want you to know that either. 
And I love, like, the thing where, like, you're going to your J-O-B. And I'm like, you know, believe it or not, jobs are not bad. Like, I felt, like, that was the other thing. I felt like I had, like, once I, like, stopped doing things, like, I stopped going to the meetings. Like, we would have, like, Tuesday meetings. We would attend virtually because, like, most of the meetings were, like, four hours away. So, because our little team was, like, far away from the bigger team. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, I remember, like, one... Every time we would watch these Zooms, I was bored because <laughs> it was the same thing over and over again. Um, and the times that I would go, I either would get mad about something that they were saying. Because like, here's the other thing, too, that I think that kind of, like, kept me, like, one foot in, one foot out is, um, like, they have, like, I would say, like, most of them probably are, like, Republican and very, like, conservative Mm-hmm. which if that's what you identify with that's your business but I am not that kind of person um I've always leaned more towards I'm more liberal in my thinking and so like mm-hmm. especially during COVID like COVID was such a weird time to be and that is it for part two come back for part three which will be posted shortly and yeah that's all bye